Hello and welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm Gita Joshi and this is the fourth of five episodes about mindset for artists who want to up-level in their art and business. We're in a curious time with COVID lockdown and for many people it's been like hitting a reset button. We spend a lot of time thinking about the past and the future, looking back to see how galleries and fairs worked and then we're looking ahead and we're thinking we're really unsure of what that's going to be looking like. For me, I see opportunities and new models emerging for taking your art into the marketplace. I've seen people who haven't bought art before buying for the first time. And I think there's you know, a lot more scope for this in the future. And if fairs were your main income, then it's totally understandable that you might have anxiety about what the future of art fairs or small galleries will be. We each have a unique experience of life and the past is made up of our own experiences and our history. And as we think of the future, it's worth remembering that our history is a lens through which we actually see our own future. I mean, like our, you know, our personal plans, goals and possibilities. But in this episode, I wanna talk about being present right now and being here. My guest is Vicky Ross, a transformation coach, helping people live life on their own terms. Welcome, Vicky. Hi, and welcome, Gita. So let's talk about um, our personal history and how that affects, you know, how we sort of see our own future. So our own future for most people is about what we can predict and therefore what we can predict always stems from what we know and what we've experienced. And therefore what most people are doing is they're living their future, they're predicting their future from their past, which that becomes a little bit of a conundrum because if your past didn't have or didn't give you the future that you want, then what you're going to be giving and creating in the future is what you've always had in the past. That's a really interesting idea. On one hand, it's super simple and it totally makes sense. But then again, it's also quite a conundrum because, you know, if you're trying to make, let's say, a career transition, which a lot of the artists are, they're trying to sort of have a, you know, a different future than the ex history that they've already had, you know, through the art world. How can we experience that if we've not already had that in our history? So, yeah, and this is, this is what a lot of people struggle with, because if in the history, in other words, the things that they have already experienced and learned, they haven't had the career of an artist, they, they don't, or they feel, they don't have the resources to go forward. So it's natural that people are going to go back and go, oh my goodness, I don't know anything about this. So what they're putting out into the future is, I want this future, but I know nothing about it. And that will make the brain go, oh, I know how to create confusion. I know how to create doubts. If you want me to create something in the future that you don't know anything about, um, then you're going to be confused. What we fail to recognize is that actually the resources that we need to create the future that we want is very basic uh, resources. So one of the resources is to be flexible and adaptable to change. So then if you ask yourself, well, where in my life have I actually had the, the experience, the need to create something different? Or where have I had the need to adapt or to learn something new? Let's go when you first started school. All you'd known until the day you started school was how to be at home and play at home. And then you had to learn that. And you did learn it. And for some people, it was quite easy. For some people, it was uncomfortable. And then we went from finishing school to going to uni. So you can go, well, some of the resources I've got is that I'm going to attend classes, I'm going to learn from my lecturer, I'm going to do homework, but oh, 
university is so different. I don't know anything about university. But you went through it and you adapted, you were flexible, you learned new resources because you've got the ability to uh, adapt and be flexible and therefore you went through it. It's the same thing as people, you know, we can go, well, how do I get into a marriage, let's just say, because I've never been married before. So in that aspect, I don't have any experience in my past. So we, you know, it's interesting how in some areas of our life, we just give it as a given that this is going to happen naturally and I'm going to adjust and learn and develop. But when it comes to something that is really important because it's part of our passion, it's part of our identity, that fear that we talked about earlier on about being rejected and humiliated and all of that kicks in because we're saying, I have never been an artist living off my art. So I don't know anything about that. So the unconscious goes, okay, let's go to what you do know. And it's like, I know how to be a secretary or an HR manager or whatever it is. And I know nothing about that. And we have a universal belief that gets thrown around the world that if you don't know anything about something, you can't do it. But that is far too general, far too general. So we need to go back to go, what skills and what resources do I need to go into this something new? And it's such a common thing in the, in the art world, particularly you know, new people coming in and even how they're taught in art school and then churned out after graduating, that there's only one way of doing it, which is essentially, you know, you have to work for a number of years, then you go and find a gallery, and then that equals some sort of success. But I think people do not look at actually what they want for themselves and what that really means. You know, often it is um, more specific things, like they want a beautiful studio or they want to be able to pay off the mortgage and things like that. But it's, you know, they pursue this sort of common idea of, oh, you get a gallery, you get a curator, and then you'll have made it. So how do we change our mindset to actually, you know, become more present both with ourselves, but then also change the outcomes for looking ahead? So again, it goes back to awareness because without awareness, you have no starting point. So you need to become aware of that fear that I don't know anything or I don't have the skills or I don't have the experience. I don't have the resources. So how can I step into this new future that I deeply desire. So there's a slightly different question that I would say to somebody. If today you didn't have any of the limiting beliefs, ideas, thoughts, values that society has given you, that you have had, all of that. If today you could just be in this moment and in this moment you could be honest with yourself and say my deepest desire is to build this uh, career for myself, being an artist, selling my work, living off it. So if all that you needed to focus on was that and nothing else, in other words, uh, let's assume there's a dustbin next to you and anything that is negative around what you want to create, you could throw away. So now you no longer have the fear, you no longer have the doubt, you no longer worry about whether your work is valuable or not, you no longer question um, your self-worth. You're no longer worried about people's opinions. So all you're focusing on today is that I am an artist. I love what I do. I am deeply passionate about it. And in my future now, I am the artist that lives off their art and pays off that mortgage and is shown in the galleries. What would you do differently if you were here 
in this moment as your starting point and not have the stuff in the past that is negative, what would you do differently? And people would say, well, I'll just go and do it. And I'm going, exactly. Ask yourself, this is what I desire. What stops me? And chuck those things away because they're not serving you in getting into that uh, future that you want and living your deepest desire. So when you ask yourself the question of, this is what I want. So be very, very clear that in the now, because you, you know, it's, it's almost impossible to say this is what I want for the next 40 years. But in the next six months, in the next one year, be very, very clear as to what you would like that to look like. What is that future thing that you want? Be very specific and say to yourself, so this is what I want. What stops me today from just going, let's do it. And all those things are the things that you need to ask yourself if they're valid or uh, useful or do you need to hold on to them? Because if you hold on to them, that's the stuff from the past. It's not going to serve you in your future. So at each moment in our lives, in every heartbeat that we've got, we have the opportunity to completely change and step into who we are and create the life that we want, living life on our terms. And sometimes that, that breakthrough in our hearts can take seconds, but sometimes it takes about 10 or 20 years to get to that second, to that particular heartbeat that goes, I'm doing this. So true. I can think of times when I, you know, wanted to do something and then sort of deviated and then come back. And I think there were times when I wasn't quite ready for things, but it's, it's always about that coming back to the present and thinking of a future without the, the hindrances that are holding you back right now. What can we do during the course of a day, for example, to become present again? You know, when things like our to-do list takes over and we're juggling many things. So the key thing is to, uh, again, have a very, very clear picture and understanding of what it is that you want to create. And when you say to yourself, what stops me, and it could be I'm scared of this or I'm anxious about that or I'm not sure I'm good enough, um, is to start saying, is this that I'm thinking? So what is the thought? This is the thought. Is this thought true? Is it real? Or is it just an idea that I'm having in this moment? And therefore, you know that in that moment, if you in that future thought, in this idea of not being good enough and all of that, then you know that you're not in the present moment. You're living in the future or sometimes we're living in the past. So a, a really easy way is to go, what is real? What is true? What is real right now? So right now, for instance, me and you, I'm sitting here, I can touch my desk and I know what it feels like. I can feel the chair I'm sitting on. So go through your senses. I can hear my voice, I can hear our conversation, I can see you, I can see my screen, I can see my office. Don't smell anything particular at the moment. Uh, I've got a bit of a taste of coffee because I've been drinking coffee. So this is where I am right now. Then I ask myself a really beautiful and magical questions. So in this moment, where the only, only thing that's real is that I'm sitting here having this conversation with you, Gita. Do I have any problems? And the answer is no. Oh, gosh, that feels so relaxing. It's like a relief. So therefore, if in this moment, 
all is well and I have no problems because I'm here, I'm here present. How do I want to express myself today? So you work from this moment of, you know what, all is well, I'm okay. And the way that I want to express myself is to tell the people in this world that I exist and I've got a beautiful piece of artwork because I'm passionate about my work that I want to share. Trusting that the people that have got similar values, beliefs, energy as me will see that piece of artwork, they'll resonate with it, they'll connect with it, and they'll go, wow, that is beautiful. Because let's be honest, not everything that we do is going to be to the taste of everyone. And the way we know this is because we don't like everything out there. There's certain things we think are amazing and some things we think are a bit boring and some things we think, oh my goodness, that's ugly. We don't, we don't like everything and that's okay. So it's the same for everybody else. So you're not looking to see who doesn't like your work. We are looking to connect with the people that resonate with us and connect with us energetically. And when we put ourselves into this moment now and we realize that actually right now I have no problems, which means I'm living in this moment. I'm not living in the future. I'm not living in the past. I'm living here. It just feels so calming. So true. I do this multiple times through the day, you know, just sort of catching myself being sort of, I don't know, like running away with a to-do list or something like that, or, you know, how to reply to an email. It's like really coming back to the present moment. And I love the way you explain it, like going through the senses, just to ground ourselves in that way as well. Because when we do that, we're starting to actually pay attention to us now, rather to be paying attention to the images. And something I think we've mentioned earlier on is that the unconscious mind cannot tell the difference between reality and fantasy. So when we are off guard and we are unaware and therefore living unconsciously, as I would say, we are then caught up in the future drama that actually isn't real. But because the brain doesn't know that, it will still create the emotions and create the bad brain juice. And therefore that is why by thinking about something in the future, we will feel anxious. It's the same token as we, if we go back to an argument we had in the past, and we all do this. So we have that argument again, and we change the dialogue, and you know we feel the anger, the frustration, or the hurt. And you know what? Uh, the, the, the emotions are physical and are happening in this moment, and we might cry, or we might feel so bad, or you know, and it drains our energy. But the reality is that that actually is not happening right now. Right now, we're just sitting here at our desk and just having a thought experience. So when we start to recognize what is true and what isn't, and how easy it is to get caught up into the future or past projections, and therefore how that makes us feel, and that can be disruptive, that can be an obstacle, a block that we have, but bringing ourselves back into this moment, and then asking ourselves, is there a problem right now in my life? And no matter where you are, no matter what is happening, there's no problem in the moment. If there is a problem, like it is actually physically, there's an argument, in that moment, you don't have time to go, do I have a problem right now? Because in that moment, you're busy surviving <laughs> that event. And if we start to recognize our resilience, we'll see that no matter how bad life has been, you know, we all have had events in our lives that have been 
or they felt catastrophic, they felt like a struggle, they were really bad, but we survived them. But it's interesting how we don't actually acknowledge the strength that we needed at that time with the resources that we had. In other words, we did the best we could with what we had and we survived. Future self can be a bit critical and go, oh, you know, 20 year old you should have done, and that is the critical side of us. But actually the 20 year old did the best they could with the resources and experiences they had with what they knew. And no matter how the outcome was, we survived it because we're here today doing something different. And therefore we've got to kind of trust that part of us, that we are strong, bring ourselves back in the present, acknowledge how amazing we are. I think we are magnificent. And if you even started the day by saying, I am magnificent, I am powerful, I am resilient, I am creative, and in this moment, I am here in my studio, I can feel the paintbrush, or I'm sitting in front of my computer and I'm creating my posts. And in this moment, as I'm doing this and I'm feeling this and I'm hearing this and I'm touching this, all is well. I have no problem. All is well. Love it. Vicky, thank you for that. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, you'll be pleased to know that Vicky and I have put together a six-week online course for artists and anyone running a creative business who recognises that a mindset shift is the thing they need to show up in their art and business. Being present in your body and in your energy reduces the anxiety or low confidence you may be feeling around your art or even just the self-promotion in your business. Through the programme, we'll be teaching you even more about becoming present, changing your energy to support your art goals, have a mindset that lets you really fully show up in your art, your marketing and your sales. So it's all about developing a confidence that makes you resilient to criticism and then thrive beyond the traditional constructs of the art world and what you were told it took to succeed. So take a look at the link in the show notes for details of the program or find me on Instagram at the Gita Joshi and message me there or visit the curatorsalon.com for details. Vicky, once again, thank you. I'm really looking forward to this online program. I think it's going to really help so many people. I'm so excited about it and thank you again. The Curator Salon hopes you enjoyed this production.